0: On the line. So got started with a slip song. The Deconstructionist
1: Podcast is produced by Nicholas Rowe at the National Audio
2: Preservation Society recording studio
1: in Newark, Ohio.
2: Follow us on social media at www.thedeconstructionist.com on Facebook at Deconstructionist Podcast. Twitter at DeconstructCast and Instagram at DeconstructionistPodcast. If listening to this podcast has
1: benefited you in any way, please consider making a donation. The donate link is in the show notes, or you can visit our website and click the donate
0: tab. must love chaos. I disagree. You knew no honor. Your heart of lawlessness. You tried to take me in, but I broke free.
1: Welcome back to the Deconstructionist Podcast, everybody. We are your hosts. Oh my
2: gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we are your exuberant hosts, over enthusiastic, brofest hosts. I'm Adam Narlock.
2: And I am John Williamson.
1: John, did you know that we bro and we bro out too much?
2: I I had heard that once or twice. <laughs> I
1: dude, I can't but, I can't help it. If I'm around you, I'm gonna bro out.
2: Look. This is just, we're excitable people, this is exciting stuff to talk about, We can't help it.
1: And it's <laughs> its season one of 2017, so do you think that's going to make me more excited or less excited, John? Pop quiz.
2: Yeah, I'm going to guess with a little more excited, it, mostly because we literally haven't done much of this for like two and a half months now.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm pent up like an animal, man. I'm ready to go.
2: Seriously. I think we were both geared up for this, right? Like, so geared up.
1: <laughs> I'm so geared so, up. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. What do we got? What are we doing? What is this? What's going on?
2: So this is this is a little teaser. This is a little special teaser. Um I obviously like people are aware that we we uh, threw out a little uh, little bonus episode with our, our, our good friend Doctor Peter Rollins uh, about a month ago. The good doctor just to tie people over. But we've been we've been quite busy, uh, you and I, over the last couple months, and we kind of like left people off with Roar, but uh, didn't really get a chance to recap. So um, you've been kind of all over the country. Why don't you tell people what you've been up to?
1: I've been jet setting, haven't I?
2: <laughs> you have. You've been on more airplanes than I can count.
1: And I think I got sick every time I boarded an <laughs> airplane. Not like sick on the flight. <laughs> But, like, if I, like, boarded an airplane, I developed some kind of an illness at that point. Like, this, the weather has been so weird this year. Like, warm in the winter because global warming is true. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And if you don't believe that, I just, you probably should stop listening right now. But yeah, j- just, or go, just go back
2: to listen to that one episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, just kidding, we, we love you. But listen to the Catherine Hayo episode and find out that temp- thermometers don't lie. Right. And uh, anyway, so so the global warming has been pretty, pretty interesting, and the weather has caused people to get sick. And I have young kids, so I've gotten sick a whole bunch. But I've been jet setting all over the place because I got a new. Job, I switched careers, John. I switched.
2: Yay!
1: Yes, <laughs> I did.
2: This is a good thing.
1: Yeah. Yes, I'm no longer <laughs> slogging it out at that last job. I loved the people that I worked with, but I just could not, I couldn't do it anymore. And for all you listeners out there, if you have, have ever been in a job where you're just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Don't do it anymore. Get Develop a plan. Get your LinkedIn fired up make something happen because there there's there's jobs out there and you don't have to be a prisoner of the cul-de-sac of of depression in your job yeah. anymore. So that's what happened to me, man, from starting in like November through December, through January into February, it was like hopping flights for interviews and just going all over the place to land um, what is now just, an absolutely exceptional job. I'm really, I'm really fortunate to have the career that I have. And, um, yeah, it's been great, man. Thanks for asking. It's a clue everybody a little bit in on what we do when we're not behind these mics.
2: Yeah, this is not, uh, uh, the podcasting is not our full-time job. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) although we wish it was.
2: Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have to pay the bills. And this is definitely not uh, a lucrative career for most of us. So um, so yeah, so I mean, so Adam's been uh, been really, really super busy. So uh, we had to take a little time off just for, you know, after the crazy year we had anyway. So um, recharge our batteries, kind of come up with some new ideas for the new year, um, and, and keep coming at you guys with uh, all kinds of surprises. But what we really want to do now is kind of take a moment to kind of recap the year that 2016 was and uh craziest year I know ever for me.
1: Craziest year ever. Oh my
2: gosh. Well, I mean, for we we seem to have had a lot of new people kinda of, kinda of jump on board within the last several months. You mean and, you mean listeners? Yeah. We have so like, many new listeners. It's kind of crazy. We I'm love like, you guys. I keep, I keep checking, you know, our social media and I'm like, whoa more new people more new people okay oh and, but, the, and um, the
1: emails and the messages and the tweets and the just so oh, nice
2: the love i can feel the love it's been really encouraging yeah yeah so um so i thought maybe uh if you're up for it adam we could do a little recap of some of our favorite moments of, of 2016 you want to take a stroll down um, memory lane man i would love to man let's do people, it man if they want to they they can envision us holding hands and skipping through a meadow or something if it you know. That's like,
1: that's how I envision us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know for me personally, I think the first uh the, the first crazy moment uh, for me when we first started this, because for those who are newer that, that didn't hear the uh the kind of um intro, you know, to, to our story, uh we did not plan To do weekly podcasts, we didn't plan on on this primarily being a a podcast where we interview people. It was going to be a thing where you and I basically did a ton of research and and picked topics that we thought were interesting and discussed them and released maybe one episode a month. Yeah, and we started reaching out to people that we really you know looked up to that we thought would be interesting to talk to, but we thought would never say yes. Yeah, and then no one said no.
1: It it was (laughs) it was so so bizarre it was you know what it is man i was thinking about this uh with so many things in life and i think this is just a really good example of one of the just principles that i've discovered in life like life is one giant ass surprise no no matter what happens no matter how much you plan no matter how many like variables you've got in place no matter what even if the dream is yours like we kind of dreamed this thing up like drinking beer and just having conversations we're like oh man let's just record some of this stuff yeah and then what happens we're like oh it'd be cool to like interview people from time to time and you know you you take a shot in the dark and email pete rollins and you email rob bell and you email (laughs) tim Mackey from the bible project and you email alexander freaking shia and sarah freaking bessie and what happens john (laughs) what what happened when we emailed all these glorious human beings
2: well, the the good problem was that none of them said no. But none the of them. The bad problem was <laughs> that we we had some marathon weeks. Uh, oh, do you remember? Do you remember our first week when we had literally in one week we had, uh, uh let's see, it was Alexander Shia, mm-hmm. Tim Mackey, Rob Bell, and Brendan Strawn all in one week.
1: That was insanity. Yeah. And and <laughs> yeah, we had no idea how to podcast. Nope. We had no idea how to interview people, edit. Nope. <laughs> we had literally zero idea what we're doing. And for everybody listening to this right now, if you're if you're new, if you've been with us the whole time, John and I are the two most average people <laughs> you've ever <laughs> That's met. Fair. Abo- That's fair. You're above you're sl- you're above average, man. But like I, I'm bringing oh, I'm, br- I'm bringing us down. So Together, (laughs) together, together, we're average. Yes. But like you, if you want to do something, don't wait. Like if it's going to bring you joy, don't even worry who listens or who reads or who looks or who comes. Just freaking do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, I think we jumped into it not knowing what we were doing, but, but. uh, we had so much fun doing it that I think, mm. you know, all the hours we spent looking at YouTube videos and researching equipment <laughs> and all that stuff, like, you know, and, and buying the wrong board six times, you know, like <laughs> all those things and, and having a computers crash and like losing audio and, and oh. having audio cut out on us. And then, you know, wanting to just like jump off a bridge because like, you know, something went wrong, like. All totally worth it and so much fun.
1: Oh, or when you're in the middle of interviewing Rob freaking Bell and his internet is cutting in and out like crazy. <laughs> and you're literally yes. about to have a panic attack and you need Xanax and it, you don't have any.
2: Because it's the, the biggest interview you've done so far in your entire career.
1: <laughs> and it's like the second interview you've done in your entire career. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep exactly yeah that's oh my it gosh.
1: 2016 was a nutty year man and then some of the live events we did man where we just got to yes. meet people face to face and mingle with them like in grand rapids we met people like you know george benson and, and julie yes. newton you know shout out to you guys and uh that great pints and parables with pete that we we did and kind of helped get that out there a little bit and like you know our live event that we did here locally where like we freaking sold out and packed the place and we don't even know how the heck that happened
2: yeah yeah i think that was before we even had um double digit episodes out at that point so it was um, crazy just a magical night man
0: now that i'm in love i don't care about the money so i quit my job World's got nothing for me. Anonymity is what I seek. I'm just another body milling in the street. Where did I go wrong? I said I don't care about the money. You
2: know, we kind of talked about this in our, our uh, Facebook Live thing, uh, but um, just so a wider audience can hear, who are some of your favorite? Uh, favorite guests, just overall?
1: You know, so so this year was such a journey for me personally that we, we sort of got to chronicle through this podcast. And I know it was for you too, and we're still on it. And, you know, uh, it just keeps going. It keeps unfolding, you know, new, more and more dimensions. But, like, you know, there were people that I was, like, really, really familiar with their work. And it was like, oh, I'd really like to get this person on because I would like people to hear you know, some of the things that I have found really valuable in, in this person. You know, yeah. and, and like, I'd say like a Rob Bell fits into that. Like I've, I've always been very upset by the people inside the Christian faith that look at that guy with so much skepticism and criticism and, and disdain. And I wanted to bring him on to show people and, and and probably that wasn't the the best read, but you get what I'm saying. Like I had a little bit of yeah. an agenda there. Like you know, just listen to this guy. Like you shouldn't, you don't have to agree with everything somebody says to agree with anything somebody says. And he was sort of my 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 person to do that with. It's like, come on, like
2: yeah. just
1: listen to him. Are you serious? You can't disagree with everything this guy says. Come on.
2: Oh, I got a quote for you from that episode. You ready?
1: Oh yeah, sure.
2: So uh, one of the things I went back and I was just digging through some of our old episodes and and I remember both of us kind of looking at each other when he said this, but uh, there was a moment where he says, you're not the weird thing. Radical is not someone who wandered off into the deep weeds. Radical is somebody who actually went back to the source, to the original root.
1: Yeah, man. Yes. And I, you know, still, and like, wow. I still feel like that's what we're doing, even though it probably doesn't look like that to people on the outside. And it probably doesn't feel like that to people that are going through deconstruction, but yeah. I I truly believe that that kind of is the essence of yeah. w- of what's going on here. So, so to answer long version of answering your question, like you know you'd think it was the Rob Bells and the Richard Roars, and those were, the N.T. Wright or you know Tim Keller or you know these blockbuster huge, influential people. But honestly, my favorite episodes was like Tad Delay. And, yes. um, you know, I was unfamiliar with Pete Rollins. So like when we first had him on, I think I'd just read the, the first book I'd ever read by him. And I remember getting off that interview and, and looking at you like I thought my head was going to explode. Like, what, what the heck just happened? <laughs> Do you remember that? was yeah. like, what just happened?
2: Yeah. What happened? Oh, man. I was I was super excited to get him. Like I I was a little familiar with his uh, with his work. I had heard more of his interviews uh, than anything. But yeah, you and I had read Insurrection at the same time. Yes. And I, rem- I I remember phone call conversations when we were prepping for that interview where we were both discussing the fact that like there would be moments where we're like, yes, I completely 100% agree with this, and then there would be moments where you just wanted to throw the book across the room and yell. Yeah, like you know, what? Because Partly because you didn't agree with him, but partly because you kind of did and you didn't want to. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So who who else uh, was kind of a surprise for you?
1: I mean, for me, man, it was Jack Caputo.
2: Oh, yes.
1: I mean, Jack Caputo, again, you know, he's... For some people, it's going to be a little bit academic, right? You know, it's a little... Yeah. It's a little bit on the technical side. But if you can just you know, declutter for a minute, find 30 or 40 minutes to just pay attention to that episode, the nuggets that you will glean and the freedom that I think you'll experience from listening to the wisdom of that beautiful man. I mean, that episode, I I went, and I think I read three or four of his books after that. Yes. Just devoured him. Just couldn't get enough. And he is... So be, the, the analogy of, like, the waterfall and, like, I think what I, what I took away from it that I, and I truly, truly remember and, and just felt even convicted about, like, as a leader in Christianity in the church, you know, because I'm doing the pastor thing. And, you know, if you say that you own, you know, the truth, that you've got, you know, the, the market corner, that you've got it, you know, you, you've taken a snapshot, frozen it, It's, you know, your interpretation and you're setting it up as law— it's almost um, a fascism, it's it's almost, it's the truth is alive. You know, the truth lives. It's like a waterfall, you can't freeze it, you can't let it calcify on itself. Ideas as big as love and hope and justice are not static, staunch, closed off ideas, they're living concepts that are always pulling us forward into greater and greater revelations of what they are, and in a way, they're always taking us back to their essences and calling to us. You know, he says that justice calls to us. It's, it's always here, but it's not here. It's not here yet. It's coming. It's still to come. You know, we know what justice is, and we know we don't have it. Yeah. It's constantly evolving, constantly calling us forward to new and new levels. So Caputo was new to me. And like even rehashing it right now, I'm getting excited because it's concepts like that that we need talked about, we need played out, we need these things to be wrestled with because they're challenging. Yes. They're challenging.
2: I, I felt I felt very similar when um uh, when I was digging into some of his work prior to the interview and I started getting into to weak theology. Mm. That that as a concept just blew my mind. And it's funny because you know when we finally got to uh, to talk to Richard Rohr, he he echoes a lot of that same kind of thing where he where uh, Rohr mentions you know why why aren't there any uh, prayers or hymns that open with um, all vulnerable vulnerable God absolutely instead of Almighty God you know right and I I just think it's really um, applicable to. Uh, to the, the climate of, of
1: current times, you know? Oh my um, gosh, 100%. Power's out of control right now.
0: And it's, yeah, and it's yeah. on
1: display for everyone to see. So what better, you know, if you're going to deconstruct, if you're going to open yourself up to new voices, what better voices to open yourself up to than somebody like Jack Caputo who's putting on display what I think the gospel really teaches, talking about, again, what Rob Bell said going back to the root. So I think Caputo's not doing something new and radical and like, left field. I think yeah. he's staying more true to the to the to the living truth that is you know contained in the pages of the Bible and in the life of Jesus and the apostles than most of your megachurch pastors and best-selling uh, probably you know almost all of them. And he's saying he he's oh, almost absolutely. almost calling them out and saying no, look what it look what it actually says. You know, look how scandalous. Yeah. Look at how deconstructive. Look at how disruptive. The person and work of Jesus actually is. It's nuts. It's crazy. It's offensive.
2: Yeah. And and how many times during that episode does he, does he uh, keep coming back to the idea that, that God is not some sort of, I, I think he refers to him as divine superhero. You know, God is not about, you know, uh, theology is not about winning. Right. You know, he's, he, I, I love this this line that he says, the weakness of God is loving your enemies or offering hospitality, when it might be just a little too risky uh, to offer hospitality. And he calls it the foolishness of God, but that God is not the sort to come in and make sure you're going to win. Uh, but you know, he, he mentions later, he says, uh, um, I think that the name of God is disc- disclosed in the forgiveness and the love of enemies and and uh, hospitality period without the economy of rewarded punishment and I was just oh like, yeah absolutely what
1: yes <laughs> yes I love how he calls uh, grace a mad economy because if it's yes. great like because economies are built on give and take and give and take are all premised on this deserving so what you know this is yep. worth this and there's an exchange but grace demolishes that whole economy. And literally, none of it even makes sense anymore. Yeah, like I like I love to go to go back to something that you know this this whole deconstructive course of 2016 and our podcast kind of took me to is um, back to our buddy Pete, his whole like pyro theology and the abs- absurdity of the cross. He said once when I was listening to him give a seminar, he's like, "The cross is not." A meaningful event. The cross is a an utter challenge to all claims of meaning because it is so infinitely absurd when you think about the fact that the Almighty is completely vulnerable and dying on the cross. That the the all oh, yeah. the all you know the richest being in the universe is completely poor and naked and shamed. That the yes. That the combination of these opposites distilled in Good Friday literally makes all these truth claims and power grabs foolishness. It's just it, he, he takes everything back to zero, which is where grace starts. Yep, I I, I love it, man. So I'd say Caputo for me so would good. be would be my number one like sleeper. Like, why did I not know about yeah. this guy? This guy has now changed <laughs> yeah. changed my life. I'd say Tad Delay was up there. Man, I didn't know yes. some of these great female authors like Sarah Bessie. I mean, she lit me up. That was that was unreal.
2: Oh man, one of my favorites of all time. Like so what, good. Just, her personality and like uh, Sarah Bessie and Catherine Hayhoe, um seem like they have like the same just bubbly personality. But like you, you just you feel like you're being hugged over the phone. Absolutely. You know? Krista freaking Tippett, brilliant in their respective fields.
1: Christa- oh my gosh, Krista freaking Tippett, that was a dream the come true. Round. Uh, the lightning round. What about Glennon Doyle Melton? Yes. Oh. Yes. I mean, just what a year, man! It was bananas.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was your? And, and, uh, what was I,
1: yours? I mean, did you may have already said it, but
2: um, I. Honestly, like I was really surprised by uh, the, the the folks that maybe I wasn't as familiar with, who, whose works that I had just kind of like started to, to touch on, like like Glennon Doyle Melton and Sarah Bessie and Jack Caputo and mm-hmm. um, people like that. But um, uh, I really enjoyed one of the big ones that that I I was really happy that we got uh, Walt Brueggemann Oh. and. Uh, and Greg Boyd, man, that guy never like we had him on twice last year. Yeah, we did. Uh, he's one of, uh, one of our repeat offenders, and uh, that guy's just always just such such fun to talk to.
1: He's incredible. Um, he really is. I don't even yeah. know what to do with him.
2: Yeah, because yeah. he's he's so great yeah, he and he and he covers such a wide array array of topics um, that you can pretty much call him up and have him riff on anything. <laughs> so,
1: hey, you know what? That made me think of something that I'd love to I know you didn't plan on this, but like I would love to just <laughs> not not vent, but like I, I want people to hear us talk about something for a second that I think is really important because it comes up, you know, oftentimes when our show gets critiqued, either on iTunes or Facebook, or we get an email or whatever. And I, I love sure. critiques, so I, I hope the listeners keep the critiques coming. But there's one that's come up so many times that I, I feel like we should address it, you know, and it's that we never, we always sound like we're agreeing with everybody that comes on the show. We always sound like we're just uh, agreeing yeah. and high-fiving and chest-bumping. And I think that what I'll start, I, I want to hear your thoughts on that, and what I'll start off by saying is this show is not two guys that are curating a bunch of stuff carefully because we've got this big master plan and we're, you know, putting the pieces in place to, to bring you along with us and help you see what we see. And that we're already like, you know, 20 miles ahead of everybody, and now we're showing people where we've been and how to get over this obstacle and how to do that. We we literally are just getting shell-shocked by all this stuff because we are smack dab in the middle. Of our deconstruction and one of the things that i know i've learned is that people's perspectives are beautiful if you just yes open yourself up to listen to them and so you know call me wishy washy i don't really give a crap anymore what you call me because i'm having so much fun and i feel so alive doing this that i'm not saying that that critique is totally invalid it's completely valid we we really do uh validate pretty much anybody that comes on the show and i am proud of that
2: yes i, I think it's a sign of respect i mean we we obviously uh vet the guests that that we have on the show mm-hmm. and uh we have them on for a specific reason because they uh present a, a particular perspective that we think is is interesting and would make for good conversation. And, uh, and I think it goes back to what you said earlier, you don't have to agree with everything someone says to agree with anything they say. Right. And I think there's, there's something to being able to respect uh, a well thought out idea or argument or perspective, even if you don't agree with it. Right. You know, I, I don't, I don't really care for country music, but you know what? I can appreciate a well, a really well crafted song, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can say, man, that that's that's really good. I don't like it, but i I can, you know, I can respect it, dude, I don't like country know?
1: music either. I, I I'm with you on that. But you know what? Garth Brooks, Colin Baton Rouge live i I can jam yeah. on that. you know what? absolutely. I can I can do that.
2: <laughs> yeah. so I, I think um you know, I think it, we're we're not to be clear. I, I think we've made made this point you know way earlier in our our young career, but you know, we don't bring people on to to have a debate and have an argument and to uh, you know shake our fists at people. We we bring people on to share unique perspectives. They you know that and, and to share the work that they've spent years you know curating and and right and uh, you know and. And that's what we're trying to do, and, and it should be exciting. And we have lots of fun. And and uh, if you're sitting at home getting angry over this, then man, you're taking it way too seriously.
1: Yeah, and and maybe this show isn't for you. You know, we're not we're not after growth for the sake of growth. We're not just looking to just pick up listeners so we can. We're not selling advertising here. We don't like. We hope you yeah. come. We hope you come because we it, we think it'd be fun, and you'd probably get something out of it. But if you don't want to, then then don't. But you don't need to be mad about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's not worth getting upset about.
1: <laughs> no, it, no, it's not. And, you know, I think it's it's worth saying, too, and I'm not just being self-deprecating here. I think this is a distinction worth making. We are not journalists. This isn't journalism. I am not trying to shoot people the hard questions to see how they'll respond. This is like almost sitting with somebody that you should, you know, I'm not a counselor, and this isn't about counseling. But I almost look at like the people listening as if they were listening in on like you know a tender, um, vulnerable conversation where it's just pure honesty. And how are you going to get pure honesty if people's guard goes up and they get all defensive? And like, why would I want to do that to somebody? That's not my
2: goal. Exactly. And you know, like we like we always say, at the end of the day, this this should be fun. Deconstruction once you get past the initial fear. Uh, of of asking any questions um, or even taking even a tiny look at, at what you believe, I mean, when it comes down to it, your your faith and your set of beliefs that that is the most important thing in your life. Mm-hmm. And uh, as Greg Boyd said, you know we we take more, uh, you know we we take a, a more critical look and take more time into buying a car than we do our own faith oftentimes. Oh yeah, and so. Once you get past that initial uh, fear, you know, I think, you know, and you, and you start your journey or whatever you want to call it, like, this should be fun. This should be exciting. This should be, uh, you know, and, and that's all we're trying to do is we're trying to provide a an environment where we bring in guests that maybe you haven't heard of before. Maybe you have. And, and just try to engage them in com- interesting conversation and, and allow them the opportunity to maybe present something that you've never heard before. Right. And yes. that's it. That's it. We're not trying to convert anybody. We're not trying to sell anybody on anything. We're not trying to win you win you over to our perspective. We're just trying to ask you to keep an open mind and listen to what the guest has to say. And, yeah. And just think about it.
1: If there's that's anything it. we are trying to sell, it's what you just said. Just humility. Yeah. Just that we could all learn to listen a little bit better.
2: Period. Right. I mean, we've Period. said it before. We could, we could be completely wrong <laughs> about oh. everything. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah! But we're willing to to, to to question things, and we're willing to entertain new ideas, and we're willing to go through the mental exercises of of looking at other perspectives and other ideas, and listen to what other people have to say, and and um, yeah, and that's that's what we think uh, we're we're trying to present here, you know?
1: Yeah, and you know, I do want to be respectful to a lot of people that may listen to this show, and they get uneasy because maybe they're not really aware of their doubts and they're not really aware of um, different views and different possibilities or they don't, that makes them uncomfortable to hear people talk about scripture in a certain way or God in a certain way or politics or whatever in a certain way that makes you uncomfortable. Like, look, I, I, I get it. And that's okay. Like we're not trying to drag people to a place they're not ready to go. Like if it's not for you, that's okay. Like, we don't dislike you. We don't. We're not looking down on you. Like like it. We we were like we're we know what that's like. It's it's okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, You're man. Good good stuff, man. Yeah, good dude. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's been. Qu- I feel like quite I feel a like year. That's definitely worth revisiting. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it has been quite a year, and just getting to talk about oh it a little gosh. bit really really does feel good because man, do I feel privileged to just be a part of this conversation, however big or small a part we are. It doesn't even matter to me. What a, what a cool yeah. thing to get to do in this age of technology and connectedness to be able to do something healthy that's making people think, building new communities, you know, accompanying people on their journey for a time. I just, for anybody listening, I just, I'm an extrovert. If you saw me, I'd probably try to hug you. <laughs> I, I, I want to hug you I wish I could hug you If you're listening to this And you're a part of this Feel hugged Feel <laughs> hugged we, we take this as a huge gift of grace To get to be able to do this
0: When they've gone too far They make you question who you are And it wrecks you on the inside yeah, everybody knows there are times when it's so hard to choose love. But why no, can't I cannot stay forever? And where my songs have all been sung, I hope I've given all I have to you to show you how it's done.
2: One thing I want to kind of end on for this teaser episode is um, first of all, like we want to say a huge thanks to everybody out there who has supported us since the beginning, those who have come on board uh, along the way and uh, support us either through, uh, you know, reaching out to friends and letting their friends know about us and, and recommending us to other people um, or sending in donations or whatever the case may be. Um, I mean, we can't thank you guys enough. Like, this has been um, a crazy journey, as Adam said, and it's been uh, a wonderful um, just uh, thing for us to get to be able to do and to call kind of our, our second job in a way. So we, we really appreciate it. And so let's talk a little bit about uh, what we have in store for next year or for this year, rather. We're in this year, 2017.
1: Yeah, yeah, 2017. So yeah, how is yeah. how is this going to be different, John? What what's uh, What's it looking like? What can well, what can people? Uh, so we, sure. we can't give away too much, but like, what can people? No. What can people expect out of twenty seventeen?
2: I'm not going to throw out guests because you know, like we like to keep things on the down low and and surprise, like little presents, little gifts, little Christmas presents every week.
1: Some some good um, some good juice.
2: Some good. Ju- we have some good juice in store, man. So we have Adam and I have already uh, done multiple interviews. We've we haven't been completely idle this this time off. So we've got some really good stuff that we're really excited about that we've been sitting on uh, for a couple months now. Uh, but we have a couple topics that we can kind of throw out there. Uh, we do plan on revisiting, uh, a, a doing another scripture series this year. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll, um, you'll, you'll be graced with some familiar voices and some new voices uh, as far as that goes. Um, we are definitely going to do a. Um, a religious pluralism series? I know that's something we talked about last year. So define um, define talk-
1: religious pluralism now that you're a big yeah. a big seminarian.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, so religious pluralism, uh, I guess from our perspective, is really just talking about like how uh, if you consider yourself Christian, how do we interact and how do we um, how do we find grace in other religions and how do we um, you know, essentially ultimately, how do we facilitate healthy dialogue mm. and uh get, get along with our brothers and sisters who who uh you know worship different uh you know different things and follow different religions. So we have some experts uh from a couple different religions coming on um in the near future. Yeah, you mean so like we'll, we'll you mean like ba- you
1: mean like Baptists and Methodists and Pentecostals <laughs> and <laughs> No. Well,
2: no. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that seems like a different religion. <laughs> no offense to our Baptist brothers and sisters out there. But no, we're a big, uh, we're a
1: big melting pot on this podcast. But like, so absolutely. you're talking about like Judaism, Id- Islam, you know, yeah, some yeah. some of these other expressions of spirituality.
2: Yeah. So we're gonna start. We're gonna start with uh, the the three Abrahamic traditions. So obviously that would be uh, Christianity, Judaism, and and uh, Islam. And uh, it, it'll be an opportunity to to have a fun discussion with uh, some some religious experts from those other traditions and just kind of break down uh, kind of high-level overview, like what what are the tenets of those faiths, uh, where do they differ from Christianity, kind of do a little compare and contrast. Um, but I think it'll be a fun opportunity to kind of learn a little bit. Because I'll be honest, Adam, I'm like, I, I didn't know until I started taking this class uh, in seminary, how little I knew about other religions, even Judaism, which we are most closely related to. Mm-hmm. No, so I'm me, with I you, man. Was Yeah, eye opening.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. So, and, and again, it's like it's one of those things that if you don't challenge your preconceived assumptions and you know biases, you're gonna be working on you know within a matrix. Of life and an interpretation of reality that affects how you see people around you that may or may not be accurate or well informed. And that's just not good.
2: No. No. We like to be informed. This is so. one of the
1: one of the really positive parts of like, you know, voluntary deconstruction. This is like where we're gonna call on all of us to like, you know, hey, we'd like to get some volunteers for deconstructing how we look at other faiths, and we're hoping everybody puts their hand up and goes I I need to do that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think there's a I, obviously like if if you've been paying attention to the news, there's there's a lot of um fear involved in in the way we operate as a society, you know? Absolutely. And, and I think I think it's not too controversial to say that a lot of that fear is based out of just the unknown. Un, you know, not it Always is, man. not understanding the other, not understanding not not understanding certain certain customs and, and and that sort of thing. So, you know, right. what's the easiest way to dispel that fear? You know, we, we just need to learn. Mm-hmm. And so uh, hopefully we'll, we'll provide that opportunity to learn a little bit. I'm, I know I'm really excited about it. Um, I am too. So we've got that, got that coming up. Um, and then uh, if you like fe- the female voices we had on last year, we have some killer female voices coming on this year. Um, if you like science, we're going to have... Boy, are we gonna have some science this year, dude? There's some uh, science
1: that needs to be talked about.
2: Oh man, yeah. With some of these uh, announcements recently by NASA, I think we got some stuff we we need to we need to talk about, right? So
1: totally need to talk
2: about it. Uh, we got some musicians coming on that we're really pumped about too. So if you guys uh, like some of the, the the musicians we we interviewed last year, we got even more coming this year. Um, and then uh, we've got some some really different. <laughs> Um, kind of one-offs that I can't really curveballs. Let's just call
1: them curveballs.
2: Curveballs. Yeah, I can't really describe them without giving it away. But no, let's just you say don't. Need October's to. gonna be really fun. Yeah, absolutely,
1: <laughs> it's gonna be a blast. And uh, this our is,
2: Halloween month is gonna be cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got so much in store. Um, life's getting busier and busier, and you know, last year we had no idea what we were doing, and we were almost slaves to way too much work, yeah. even though it was so much fun. It was like fun at the expense of neglecting work and family sometimes i think for both of us and this right. this year we're going to try to practice what we preach a little bit more and, and stay healthy and have a good routine and a good rhythm and still give everyone plenty of juice
2: yeah we want to be fully uh fully charged when we when we do these interviews and there were definitely some times last year where where ab and i were uh just cranking caffeine into our systems just so we could uh Get could, could bear through it and doing two to three interviews in a night and uh not not the most healthy way to to operate. So <laughs> remember that
1: remember that one time where you got here and I just hit you with the defibrillator, like right when you walked in the door?
2: Right. Just, just paddles right to the chest. I mean Clear. You know, I appreciate though. <laughs> I was like, i'm ready let's go. <laughs> oh man. It was
1: so, uh, all it was almost like that. But yeah. what a great year i'm excited i'm so pumped for 2017 i'm excited for 2018 and 2019 and however long this goes um as long as people want to hang out with us and and be open-minded and have conversations and and uh practice some humility and some grace and some listening and some uh some some learning and some transforming uh, i want to keep doing this
2: absolutely so yeah i keep uh Keep up on our uh, social media uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we are going to slow down to uh, once every other week, uh, just so we can stay fresh, and so that way we can. Oh, you mean uh, on the sure on the we...
1: episodes? We're going to slow down to once every other week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> not not on social media. <laughs> I was um, like, I was like, John, we'll
1: you're media. so good. So everybody, John does the Instagram <laughs> for the most part, all the part actually, and your quotes are on point, dude.
2: I, I like to dig. <laughs> you
1: do. You're a digger.
2: It's it's fun, man. It's a lot of fun. And Adam Adam uh Adam's so good at, at tweeting that I barely like jump in on that just because like you figured out the, the the there's a there's a rhythm and a flow to tweeting that I, I just don't get. So
1: I've been bad this year. I'm sorry everybody. You probably don't care because Twitter's one of those things that if it's in your feed you look at it. If it's not, you don't even know it's not there. But uh, I'm gonna ramp it yeah. I'm gonna ramp it back up again. I have not had a lot of time to to read and i usually tweet when i'm reading and engaging in consuming content and i just with my new job i haven't had a lot of opportunity to do that but don't worry it's coming back
2: yeah i can't wait man adam's adam's a killer on twitter so stay tuned um we will definitely let you guys know when episodes are coming out but um expect at least a couple a month and uh like i said we've got some great stuff coming um continue like if you if you like what we're doing, if you want to support us in some way to help us cover the cost of this, because we do have to pay for uh, you know our website, our domain, storage space, um, and all that good stuff. Um, also, consider instead of uh, doing a donation, if you're going to donate in the range of twenty bucks, um, consider uh, purchasing a T-shirt because it's all that money, all that the, the proceeds of those T-shirts go back into the podcast, and then you get a T-shirt on top of it. So yeah, that's
1: the way to um, roll. Because those T-shirts are freaking sweet.
2: Yeah, man, we got two right now, and we've got a third one that's being designed as we speak. So I'm excited to see how that one turns out. So yeah, so and so if you click on our donate tab on the website, um, that'll actually take you to where you can donate, and it'll take you to all our t-shirts that we offer. And so. that's
1: always in the show notes too.
2: Yep. So and the music this week uh, on this little special episode is by the handsome devil who makes us sound so darn good. Week after week after week. Nick Rowe, our producer, sound engineer extraordinaire, uh, he just put out uh, a solo EP, uh, and uh, so you'll be hearing uh, some snippets of that music. So you know, if you if you like what you hear, yeah, uh, please go out and support Nick. And uh, oh, I love it. I know he'd appreciate it.
1: Sa- Sacred and <laughs> Profane is such a good song. It's like Wilco, Tom Waits, yeah, like oh man, folk rock, like almost even a little Johnny Cash. Yeah, like it's so good.
2: The the video's sweet too, man. The video I really is sweet. The video, it's trippy. Yeah, I love it. So, uh, yeah. So without without, uh, I I think that's uh unless you got anything more, Adam.
1: I don't, man. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm sucking back some Lacroix here, trying to stay healthy and just me uh, too, and just loving, <laughs> just loving, just getting to do this and, um, yeah, man. I love it.
2: I'm so uh, I'm happy.
1: I'm yeah. a happy guy.
2: Me too, man. And uh, uh, so, yeah. Thanks, everybody. And um, uh, hopefully, this d- gives you a taste of what's coming up in 2017. And uh, again, next week, next uh, Tuesday evening, we will be dropping our official first episode of 2017. Not going to tell you what it is, but it'll be a nice little surprise. Oh, and you're going to love it. So good. So good. Just remember. Just remember, Clay. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Nope, not wrong episode. Just kidding. Forget Clay. Remember Clay later. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Remember Clay later. Yes, 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 yes.
2: Yeah.
1: And now, yeah, I, now, enjoy now, this now I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now you remember.
1: <laughs> Trying to be sly. Uh, we yeah. love you guys so much. And if you're on a journey and, you know, get get into community and, you know, don't let a podcast be your community. Let it just kickstart a real one somewhere locally and find some people to have a beer or a cup of coffee or, you know, whatever with and, and chat about this. But uh, for now... We are your hosts in 2017, Deconstructing. My name is Adam Narlock.
2: And I'm John Williamson.
1: Grace and peace, everybody. We love you.
0: so I can slip out the back door and be alone I fight with angels till I'm too beat up to walk and then I hold them tight and will not let them go I am equal parts, sacred and profane I live my life A story ever since you left the room Generous swindler and honest man who lies. I've got a fear of failure that keeps me up at night I read a story once about an empty tomb But I've been trying to pay this debt off Ever since I left the room